Welcome to Supergirl's Attic. I'm Cycles. And I'm Vivi. And we've decided to do a fun topic for our return based on the premise of the Comedy Central show Drunk History. (laughs) And we will be explaining the story of Supergirl, the CW show, to someone who does not watch the show. Yeah. And featuring alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, if you are underage, you should not attempt this. And if you are of age and you wish to participate as you are listening, please drink responsibly and not if you are listening to the podcast while driving, for example. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Excellent advice. We will also have a drinking game. Yes. And so our participant, who is sort of our moderator and our person who is not that familiar with the show, is a friend of ours named Tara. She works for the Game of Nerds podcast, which we guested on back in the summer. Mm -hmm. And she also works with a variety of podcasters, including us sometimes, as a booking agent. She is also a parasocial relationship researcher, meaning she looks at understanding how we interact with actors and characters in the shows and media that we love. And she also has her own biographical podcast called Who Was She?, And so, Tara, feel free to tell us a little bit more about yourself. All right. Thanks, guys. Hi. Thanks, Vivi and Cycles. Thank you. I, for one, do not drink alcohol ever, so I'll Mm -hmm. be just drinking some water, and I just had some ice cream. Ice cream is in the spirit of this show, so that's fair. I know. (laughs) So, Who Was She podcast is about women throughout history, currently throughout the Baha'i history. So, the first season was on Lydia Zeminoff, who's the daughter of the man who invented the language Esperanto. Mm, Cool. Mm. And second season is Zainab, who was an early believer and fought for religious freedom throughout Persia. Oh, cool. And then upcoming seasons are on Hazel Scott and Carol Lombard. So, you know, subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Tara knows her stuff. Definitely check it out. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So tell us what you know or what you think you remember about Supergirl. Okay. I should preface this by saying that like you and I have known each other for a little while. Yes. And so you know that I've been doing this podcast and we've occasionally talked about it. Yes. I was going to say, well, for when whatever Vivi was telling me, I kind of go by that. And then also I'm a huge fan of Kevin Smith, who directed a few episodes Mm -hmm. and he talks about it very fondly. Yes. He does. That's for sure. As he should. Yes. (laughs) I might. So I don't remember her real name, but Kara is Supergirl, who is Superman's cousin, who's technically older, but because she took a delay, she's younger than him. All right. Nailed it so far. Okay. All right. I call her the chick from Glee. Also fair. The mini Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know? That's actually accurate. Yeah. Okay. Two things I'm sure she loves being known for. I'm, she's very talented. I liked her when she did the New York. Mm-hmm. New York State of Mind. New York State of Mind. <laughs> yeah, the Billy Joel song. And I was like, oh, because Rachel's a good singer and this chick is holding it on her own. Melissa Benoist. There she is. <laughs> there yep. she is. Go. All right. I'll get there. Okay. So that's like the main character. We got it. And and do we watch it from when she is like a baby found on Earth? Or we'll get to that, won't we? <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> like Superman, uh-huh. kal Yep. Okay. Oh. All right. Pulling out the Kryptonian name. A.K.A. Clark Kent. All right. Yep. Clark mm-hmm. Kent. It's like he was a baby and he was discovered. He was discovered. Yes. By a talent agency. So I was just wondering if it's the same for Kara. And does Kara have an alien name, like her home planet name? 
So Kara is actually her alien name. Oh. And in older versions of the story, she used to have a different name on Earth because the name Kara sounded too foreign to readers of the comic. But now it's actually a name that people use a lot. Yeah. So they didn't give her a second name when they made the TV show. Okay. Well, it makes sense because Kara is a very common name. It is. As a person named Tara. So Tara. You know. <laughs> We're going to accidentally Tara. say Tara probably <laughs> yeah. at least five times. Then I know her adoptive sister, but it doesn't matter because mm -hmm. blood ain't thicker than relationships. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's very close to a saying. <laughs> is the chick from Not Another Teen Movie. Yep. Mm -hmm. And her name, because I'm cheating, I'm looking at a slideshow, <laughs> Alex. No. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know. Is she a spy? I don't know. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. All right. So that's so far, you know, Kara, you know that Superman is her cousin. You know, she has a sister and her sister's name is Alex. Okay. And Alex is human. And Alex is human. Yes. Okay. All right. Very good. Very Nailed good. It. What I remember is that in the first season, there was quite an attractive man. Uh -huh. Of African American descent. Okay. Who I recognized because he was on the show Desperate Housewives and True Blood. <laughs> yeah. And I was interested in watching this show. <laughs> and Phoebe's like, yeah, he's not really in it. I'm like, oh, well then, forget that. <laughs> uh, and then just from like studying fandoms and parasocial relationships and Tumblr and stuff. There is Laura. I don't know. She's Lex Luthor's sister, niece. Ew, if it's wife. Gross. <laughs> okay. Um, and then. <laughs> All right. Lex Luthor's wife, Laura. Yeah. Yeah. So her, and I don't know what her deal is. Is she a villain? Is she a good guy? I don't know. Is she with Alex? Is she not? I don't know. But it's just like a bunch of people keep wishing she was. And I have no clue what she's doing there. All right. Amazing. Then, because we talked about helping you guys find guests who worked on the show, mm -hmm. there's another podcast about Law and Order Special Victims Unit, and they got Chad Lowe. Uh-huh. He hmm. apparently has been on Supergirl. And I remember texting you guys and I'm like, you guys, we gotta try and get Chad Lowe. <laughs> he has in fact been on Supergirl, yes. John Cryer is on it, and I think mm -hmm. he's actually Lex Luthor. You are correct. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, is this tied to Smallville or absolutely not? Uh no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they aired quite a lot of years in between. So he's basically the Michael character, right? The ball guy. He's Jesse Lex Eisenberg. <laughs> Lex, yes. So he's John Cryer uh -huh. of of um the eighties movies and Two and yeah. a Half Men. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And then I really like oh what is his name? David Harbour? Harewood. No. Harewood. Harbour somebody else. Very nice guy too, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> this guy Love his voice, and he's British, and you could never tell. He's very good with the accents, and it's very mm -hmm. soothing. Mm -hmm. You just, you want him to, like, hold you and, like... <laughs> Let you cry, but he'll tell you a story at the same time. That's so weirdly accurate. He tells you his, his War of the Worlds audiobook story. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And you are scared but also comforted because he's telling you the story. So I have wow. no idea Why who is he is. That That's weirdly accurate. <laughs> but just from our conversations, you're like, oh, yeah, he's like their father figure. Mm-hmm. Callista Flockhart was on it, and then they moved uh -huh. countries. And, oh, wasn't the Supergirl from the 80s movies in this show, too? And Linda Carter, she's president, isn't Correct. she? Correct. Yes. <laughs> that is, yes. Uh, and also that there's a very strong fandom to this show.
Yeah, and it's that so sweet to see. Would be accurate. <laughs> that's that's a fair assessment. That's all I know. All right. So now that you've established what you know basically about the series, which is nothing, we are going to give you a brief slideshow overview so you can put some names to faces and also have some familiarity with who the characters are because we're going to give you a recap okay. of the series. Of everything. In an attempt to make it make sense. For you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So number one is Kara, Supergirl, hero of our hearts. I'm here. I see her. I see Melissa. And she's outside of Earth. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because she an alien and she don't need oxygen. That is correct. Well. Well. <laughs> debatably. She can't breathe underwater. <laughs> <laughs> or in space. She does need yeah. her spacesuit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. And she's a journalist, just like her cousin? Correct. Yes. Okay. And then you can click and it is Alex. It's not another teen movie. (laughs) That's right. It isn't. She's in a television show for all ages. Debatably. (laughs) Alex is Kara's big sister slash a secret agent. I was right. With the DEO. DEO? Yeah. That's the name of the organization that she works for. It is the Department of Extra Normal Operations. That's too Mm. long. But okay. (laughs) (laughs) We vetoed that name. All right. (laughs) The next slide. Eliza. Eliza with heart emojis. So mommy? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like this sweater. So Eliza is played by Helen Slater, who played the original Supergirl in the 1984 movie. Nice. Oh, so she was on pretty regularly. Mm, she was on like at least once a season, yeah. but not a lot. Because they're adults and like, yeah. <laughs> now I feel like I'm too close with my mother. So. <laughs> Next. Next. Hey. There he is. The voice. There he is. Yep. The voice. David Harewood. John. Jean. Jean Jones. Okay. What is he? He is the father figure to Alex and Kara and a Martian. Okay. I was going to say, is he human? No, he is not. He is an alien. Then we have the next character. (gasps) Alias. I love you. I'm so like shocked. I didn't even know he was on the show. This is for the audience, Carl Lumley. What was his character's name? He was like Dixon. Dixon! Yes, in Alias. Oh my God, I love him so much. That was his character. <laughs> he also was the voice of the Martian Manhunter in the animated mm-hmm. series, and that's why they had him on. He is Jean's father <gasps> in this show. Oh, yeah, it's good. Jeans. So he is affectionately known as Space Grandpa. Space yes. Grandpa. Space Grandpa. Okay. All right. Next. Who is this kid? <laughs> this kid. This kid, kid is Win. Our son. Yeah. Win. Jeremy Jordan. That's his name. Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan is the actor. You might know him from the last five years, the yeah. musical. Win. Is it short for something? Yes. His name is Winslow Shot Jr. Based on that and on this image, what are your impressions? What do you think? I think he's a child. <laughs> <laughs> He's a child. Okay. When I was a child. But his name being Winsley something junior makes me think he was like a rich boy and like never had to grow up. Sort All of right. like Van Wilder. Remember that? All right. So he's not a bad guy. Well, but he might be because he's dark haired and dark eyed and, you know, we're always targeted and like (laughs) we always get the Yeah, we are, man. That's the worst. So that's all I can say. This is Kara's best friend in season one. He does tech stuff. Oh, that's another reason why he's always in sweatshirts. Wait, is he only in season one? No, he stays on the show until the end. He's just Kara's best friend in season one. (laughs) He stays on the show until the end of season three, and then he returns a couple of times after that. Next we have... (gasps) Hello. (laughs) 
And that's what Kara said in the same That was, very in scene. fact, her exact reaction. <laughs> she just stared dumbfounded at his face. So, in case you haven't Listeners, guessed from context, this is James. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this like they James. wouldn't know. Uh, come on. <laughs> James Olsen or Jimmy Olsen. Oh, I like that name. Jimmy Olsen, if you're familiar from Smallville or other Superman media. But he goes by James in this because he's grown he's and man. he's a man oh. now. Okay. This character was also associated with Superman. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Did not know that. Kara stole him. <laughs> this chick looks familiar. Tell us what you think. Her name is Kelly. Is she a detective? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. That's the other That's one. That's all I could think of. I mean, she's serious. She has a blazer on. She mm -hmm. does. So Kelly, in the context of this show, her name is Kelly Olsen. She is James's younger sister. I was going to say Olsen. That's connected <laughs> There it's, it is. You're making the links. <laughs> the dots are connected. And not to the Mary Kate and Ashley and Elizabeth. <laughs> She's Kelly, the lost Olsen sister from Mary Kate <laughs> oh <my God>. Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Cat. Oh, hey, Callista. She plays Cat Grant. The boss. The boss. Yes, that's accurate. But then she's like, I ain't leaving for Canada. So she goes away. <laughs> she packs up. Yes. Next. Hey. No need to introduce this. This is her cousin. Yes. yes. Is it first cousin? Clark? Uh-huh. A.K.A. Kal-El. I don't know why I keep remembering his name is Kal-El, but I always forget Clark. Because that is, in fact, his original name. Yeah. And S doesn't mean for super. It means something else in their home. Con <laughs> not country. What is it? Planet? <laughs> their home country. <laughs> Close Learn enough. that from Zack Snyder's Man of Steel. <laughs> it's fitting that you remember Kal-El because that's what Kara remembers him as. Oh, yes. that's nice. Maybe it's also because Henry Cavill named his dog Kel. And, really? Um, <laughs> I did not know that. Is he also still a journalist? And if he wears glasses, everyone's like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Is that the same? Mm. All right. Correct. <laughs> I don't know who this lady is, but she's from their home planet because she has the S on. <gasps> You're right. Good context clue. This is Allura for the listeners. Is it their mommy, her aunt, and her mom? I don't know. <laughs> Am I close? Maybe. A blood relative, basically? A blood relative is a good answer. Yes. Okay. Is All she right. baddie or goodie? You'll find out. Oh, you guys are killing me here. <laughs> Speaking of this question. <laughs> Speaking of this question, let's go to the next person. Astra. Why does she look familiar? I don't know who she is. That's Laura Benanti, the actress. Oh, she's in a bunch of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she was on SVU. I like her. Then. <laughs> <laughs> she was also on Elementary. And Elementary. She was the killer. Yes. And then like her kid that she yeah. babysat mm -hmm. for was, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> and she was on Younger. Dude, I like this chick. She's cool. I'm guessing she's a baddie and I'm guessing she's from the home planet. So why are you guessing those things? Give us some sense from this so visual this that photo. you're- <laughs> <laughs> that you guys have provided me. She's holding like a glowy witch thing. <laughs> Maybe witches. So I'm guessing it's like their version of a knife. I don't know. Okay. And I think that's Kara. She's holding on to him. Correct. Yeah. It doesn't look like she's consenting to this hold up. So <laughs> it seems like she's a baddie. You're already nailing some themes and you don't even know it. <laughs> well done. All right. And her name is Astra. I'm like, well, that's not really a typical Earth name, I'm guessing. So no. Well, we'll just wait in 20 years. Maybe it will be. Maybe, maybe. it'll catch on. Yeah. <laughs> like Kara. So here, next one. Monel. No clue. Really? And L, so Kalel, so maybe brother. All right. <laughs> you don't know this actor, though. I'm really surprised. Oh, I know. We talked about him yesterday. Oh! oh! <laughs> 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 it's Chris Wood. 
Yes, that would be Chris Wood. <laughs> I've heard him on Kevin Smith's podcast. I've mm-hmm. heard his name several times, but all in good ways and good context mm-hmm. and stuff. But I never really saw him in anything. So. That's fair. Okay. And he came in later into the series. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing he's an alien too. Yes. Next slide. Okay. Oh, oh there you go. the cutie. <laughs> James's competition. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny for reasons you'll find out. In a oh God, her lipstick is on fleek. <laughs> I love it. For everyone, this would be Lena. Like they wouldn't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the very specific lipstick. It was a look in season six. So. This was the look I think I described as mime Lena. Mime <laughs> Lena. Or like Steve Jobs, like cycles casual. You know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The black turtleneck, the really intense makeup, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Simple, but deadly. Isn't she a Luther? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm guessing she's a conflicted baddie because she wants to be good. Conflicted bad guy. All right. Intriguing. What else? And apparently a lot of people want her with Alex. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Next one. Okay. Lex, who can have hair on his face but not on his head. Mm-hmm. And he rich and he's a baddie. All right. That's, That's a good summary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that never changes. Maggie, no clue. All She's right. a cop. But Cur- this could also be a trick and she could be like a villain <laughs> who like stole, you know, like a supernatural, you know, how yeah. they're always like FBI. That could happen. No All right. Clue. So it's incredibly funny that you guessed that because she is actually a cop. The person that she is talking to who is off screen is not. And they oh, are lying. Oh, that's funny. So you were close. That so funny. that was funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. This lady, nope. Okay. Is it a lady? Yep. Sam slash Rain. So I'm guessing she's a alien. Correct. Who also grew up on Earth or had to fake a name on Earth. Ooh, a good guess. I don't want to be stereotypical. She is wearing a lot of black. Like the icon sort of looks like an S, but it looks like a cat. Like hunched over and like mad. <laughs> hunched over. I love it. Okay. She's got like black brownish lipstick and she's got a mask on. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say overtly she a baddie and she's going to kill you. I feel like maybe like Lena, she's a conflicted baddie or she turns Ooh. to be an ally. Interesting. Because they're aliens and they got to stick together. But she was sent <laughs> to kill anything and anyone in her way. I All right. Is this somebody who's younger, Naya? Nia. Nia Nia is this character's name. You're right. Yes, she is younger. She is only just out of college, and she is a Georgetown alum as a character. (laughs) Oh, cool. Wicked. So based on this picture, what can you tell us maybe about Nia? She's also an alien because she's Uh wearing a mask. She might be related to Aquaman. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Why why are you thinking maybe she's related to Aquaman? There is a lot of blue. Yeah, okay. She's so young, she's being trained, and she does not like to be told what to do. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. I don't think she's a villain. I think she's like a... So I will tell you, because I know you adore Kevin Smith, he actually directed her (gasps) big initial superhero debut episode. That's so sweet. She's so lucky. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to the next one. All right. Brainy. Brainy. I'm assuming is an alien. She. I don't want to assume. They. Is green skinned. That's a reasonable assumption then that perhaps an alien. (laughs) I don't know if they're a villain. I feel like they're not. Okay. Their look kind of creeps me out. I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie. 
We could probably just say what Brainy's gender is. Brainy is a he. Yeah. Oh, it's a he. Okay, see, I apologize. It's just very long and flowing hair in this image. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Appreciate the recognition of some androgyny. It was yeah. nice. It was thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I don't want to assume. All right. No clue who this person is, but I like the ball, the crystal ball. <laughs> The bracelet, not so much. I feel like there's a lot of accidents about to happen. (laughs) Nixley? Yes, the name is Nixley. Based on this picture, give us a vibe. Give us like what you think this type of character is. So alien. Okay. Because they have cool stuff on the bracelet (laughs) primarily. Love the eye makeup. I don't think they're a villain. I think they're just like minding their own beeswax and then they get caught up in this whole world. All right. I love it. I love that for Dixie. I love that for many reasons. <laughs> William. No clue who this guy is. You don't recognize his face? Uh, well, kind of, but I'm like, that's just like anyone who's trying to make it in Los Angeles. <laughs> in a show that you may have seen before, he had facial hair. It's okay. a show that you deeply enjoy and have talked about in a fandom context before. Oh, Kevin's room! There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very there good. It is. His name is William on this show? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to go with he human. Okay. Though his cheekbones, I mean. Are out of this world. They are kind of. They are. Like, I think he works in the journalism just because there's lots of brightness. And okay. secret spy stuff is always underground. So. Ooh, an interesting take. All right. Right. Last one. And Andrea. She looks familiar. The actress. She's in some things. She's been in a bunch of stuff. So her actual name is pronounced Andrea. Andrea. Okay. So what are your Andrea thoughts? Uh, human. Okay. Background seems similar to Williams. Mm-hmm. So probably in the journalism. Is she like Latin descent or Spanish or something? That's a fair guess. Because Andrea. Mm-hmm. All right. So now that you have a vague sense of who the characters are, and you may consult this as we continue. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need to. <laughs> In this retelling of Supergirl, a story of Kara, we have a few restrictions. Mm -hmm. There is kind of like a leader of narrating a season. So Cycles is going to have three seasons. I will have three seasons. Mm -hmm. Tara, as our guest moderator, you are in control of the timer. Okay. Because we will be (laughs) under the gun, sometimes literally. (laughs) Kara, save us. (laughs) To explain each season in a way that maybe makes sense, but if we run out of time, we run out of time. That's it. Yeah. Just like a season. I can also give you like a two-minute warning or something. That's nice. Mm, That's kind of you. That's kind of you. All right. That's compassionate. (laughs) So the general rules are season one, since it's like the setup season, we'll get a little bit more time. Mm -hmm. And we will see if we can explain the intricate detailed stories the heart there are some rules for continuing to have adult beverages Mm -hmm. for us as the hosts and the people discussing the story the hosts and the victims when you guys drink i eat some popcorn that works (laughs) that's great and that's really in the spirit of supergirl yeah actually good didn't know that (laughs) it it is and the general rules are anytime someone says hope we have to take a sip of a beverage Musical references, which there are always plenty, whether it's just a reference to a song or actual singing. If someone says stronger together. Or Elmira. Or Elmira, because we speak Kryptonian. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay. We're fluent. Uh, yeah. We, unlike the rest of Kara's family, embrace her heritage. Oof. 
And then in the event that we are like, oh, I forgot something, or we want to add something in out of order, or we goof something up and it gets mm-hmm. called out. Also, in order to kind of keep it going, Tara, we know you're going to be confused, but you must hold your questions until the end. Are you serious? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you can say other things, but you, you may not ask You can have any reactions questions. that you like, but no follow-up <laughs> questions. Can I confirm and like, oh, wait, are, is this the sister or is this the, you know, like that kind of thing? Can I do that? Cycles. Yes, but we're only allowed to respond in 10 seconds. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right. Fair enough. You ready? Yeah. Tell us when the clock starts ticking. Go. So season one begins with the narrator, Melissa Benoist, describing her childhood traumatic event. When I was a child, my planet Krypton super exploded in a horrible way and killed everyone I know. And that's just a normal thing that she lives with in her heart. She's okay. She's She's fine. fine. (laughs) She doesn't need therapy. And she's like, so I know you've heard of this other guy, Superman, but I'm not him. Could you like forget about him, please, for one season? We're not going to say his name. Ever. (laughs) We're going to awkwardly talk around it. (laughs) (laughs) That man. (laughs) Okay. So Kara, who definitely is not Superman, also gets sent to Earth in a space pod by her parents who (laughs) just knew that Earth would give her superpowers and they set no expectations on her whatsoever about being successful or amazing or godlike. It's fine. Extraordinary things. Who are they? (laughs) She lands... Somewhere that's not Kansas, I guess. And first person she sees is Superman and she gets like all happy and excited. And then he's like, JK, going to leave you with these human people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he sonic booms out of there. (laughs) And then we meet Alex, who we will discover is an anxious little bean. (laughs) Okay. Yep. And deals with a little bit of jealousy and like, do my parents love you? Superpowered being more than they love me, especially my mommy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Her mom, Eliza, who is played by Helen Slater, the OG Supergirl, mm-hmm. is like the most soothing mom you will ever see on television. And mm. she loves both of her kids. But for a long, long time, Alex is like, I was an only child and now I'm not. And you're spending other time with a kid who's not me. So, like, what the heck? What's all that about? Yeah, exactly. So, there's a little bit of conflict between Alex. Alex and Cara. Cara who's like, you know, traumatized. And then Alex who's like, and now I'm traumatized too because my dad just died. Wait, I'm sorry. Whose dad just died? Alex's dad, Jeremiah, her biological father, dies when they're kids. So flash forward to adult Alex and Cara. There's a little bit of tension between them in the first pilot episode. Yeah, the first one because there's the first one. <laughs> More the than one. First. Am I forced to drink for that? Maybe. <laughs> Don't pull do my arm. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. And they have an argument in the pilot episode because yeah. <laughs> Alex's plane is crashing and then Car rescues Alex and then Alex is very stressed out. Yeah, because she's afraid that everyone's going to figure out that Car is an alien and that she has superpowers that are mm-hmm. like Superman's and they're going to stalk her and everything is going to be bad. The end. Um, <laughs> the end. That's what Alex's head feels like all the time. <laughs> okay. Always in a constant worry. Always in an anxiety spiral. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, don't ever do that ever again. Ever, Kara. And Kara's like... Well, that's sad of you to say, but I'm going to (laughs) anyway. It's okay, though, because Alex eventually, you know. She makes her peace with it. Yeah, she makes her peace with it. She's supportive, you know. Eventually. Eventually. And then some of the other important players in season one, we meet in CatCo, which is where Kara works as a, I was going to say intern, as a (laughs) assistant (laughs) to Cat Grant, who is the very mean, awful, and hilarious and witty boss with questionable boss dynamics with everyone around her. She's like the Miranda Priestley of this 
this TV show. Yeah. Like oh. in Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. But we discover that she has like a moral backbone. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> we also meet Win. Winshot. Winshot, also known as Toy Boy. <laughs> What? To me. Also, <laughs> the guy I thought was rich, but is actually isn't. Yes. No, he's not. Okay. Yeah. He is not. Also, he is a famous Broadway actor who was in Newsies. So he sings a lot on the show. Mm. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> His father was a horrible toy guy, is the technical term, I think. Uh-huh. He made toys and oh. then... <laughs> We got mad because somebody stole his his toys. <laughs> Four minutes left, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so Win is Win's this like nice guy who is maybe like nice guy trademark, but then turns out to be he's like actually a nice guy. But he has some jealousy with Carr because he has a crush on her. Mm-hmm. He's mad about her relationship with James Olsen. Yes, that's my boy. Yeah, him. Okay, yep, from Desperate yes. Housewives. <laughs> he is a hero in his own right, as opposed to just you know Clark Kent's little boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> According to Lucy Lane, his girlfriend in season one, mm-hmm. who is like a little bit suspicious that James has a thing for Kryptonian superheroes, and like she's not wrong. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's a love triangle between James, Lucy, and Kara, which is sort of subverted by the fact that Kara is like, wow, she's really pretty and so smart. Yeah. And I want to date her I want too. her to like me. Yeah. I would date her, she says, literally. And then she wants her to respect Supergirl. And then she also feels so bad for her that she ends up helping her and James get back together, even though Carl likes James. They will never, ever, 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 ever get ever. back together. Oh, and then we have Jean Jones, Space Dad. Yeah, he's important. Who were like, oh, is he evil? And then he's not because he's Space Dad and he's an alien from Mars who has survivor's guilt and he and Kara can bond over that and then he and Alex have a great father-daughter mm. thing happening. Also really important, he also has a lot of superpowers like up there with the Kryptonians. Okay. Yes. And then we have Eliza who is Alex's mom and then Kara's foster mother. Mm-hmm. She's a good mom but she expects more from Alex than she maybe should have. And Alex had to deal with helping Kara stay safe and keeping the whole family safe. And there's also pressure we learn later from Jeremiah. She, <laughs> She's foreshadowing. <laughs> Two minutes left. Oh, God. Eliza has this scene with Alex in a Thanksgiving episode where it's like, take me to church. It's covered by Ellie <laughs> Golding. And there's this foreshadowing that we don't know is foreshadowing. Where well, that's we kind of did. <laughs> a very gay song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Alex turns out to be gay in season two. Spoiler alert. Human for a Day is an important episode for Kara. There's this big hero moment where we discover why Supergirl is so important, which is her compassion. She talks somebody down from a robbery as opposed to using her powers because she does not have her powers at the time. There's this big moment where like anyone can be a hero in that episode. Kat gives this speech to encourage the people to help each other without Kara. Now I want to sing like, do you hear the people sing? Do anyway. you hear? Drink. <laughs> Quickly. Anyway, go on. Drink because you have less than a minute. Uh, Alex and Kara are having a great time. <laughs> sisters. Alex killed. <laughs> I can't. Alex She's super killed Kara's eco-terrorist aunt. Her name was Astra. R.I.P. The- Actually, Kara was trying to reach her, but Kara forgave her. Then we have this red kryptonite thing where Kara goes evil for an episode, and she ends up being the most compelling villain of the season series, I think. Yes. Which is the fair. opposite of sort of the human for the day episode. She's displaying how like bad she can be, fallible. And then we have the sister fight finale where Alex's mom <laughs> saves Alex with hope and yeah, stops them from Alex killing each other. Yeah, because Alex is being mind-controlled by Myriad, which was this technology that Kara's aunt built to take over the world and save it from global warming. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> don't hurt your sister. It's not like that. Uh, 20 <laughs> seconds. You can fight yeah. this because you're awesome. Then there's this big hope speech. 
and Kara saves the world and so Alex she, saves Kara from kill yourself in space. When you say save by hope, it's really by hope. Literally hope like Pandora's box. Hope is the last <laughs> thing in there and it just floats out and makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Kara is a really good public Five. speaker. Or the end. Okay. Wow. Good job, Nails guys. Nails it. All right. Okay, so now we're on season two, right? We are on season two. So season two literally picks up right where season one left off because there's a pod crashing to Earth. And everyone's like, OMG, what's that? Alex goes, nothing good. And she's right. (laughs) (laughs) Foreshadowing her connection to the Martians for her sense of mind reading. Anyway, Kara finds this pod. It's floating out in the desert off in California, which is going to all be a desert soon. So that's cool. Um, (laughs) It's a pod from Krypton. So she's like, OMG, maybe this is a surviving person from Krypton. There's a guy inside. This reawakens like every piece of childhood trauma she's ever had and never talked about. (laughs) And she wants to help the mystery man. But he's like still kind of in a coma from being in space. Mm -hmm. So like she can't really talk to him. So they leave him like sitting in the DEO in the med bay for a while and we forget about him for a little bit yeah anyway in the midst of all of this they start kind of a soft reset because the network moved from cbs to cw for season two so there's a new deo location it's no longer underground with bats and like cave pieces (laughs) there's also a bunch of characters who transition out or in so we say farewell to cat grant gruff but humorous boss and hello to a snapper (laughs) very corny snapper car who is Kara's big jerk guy boss. New jerk boss. He's disgruntled and grouchy. Mm -hmm. It's a different flavor of mean. Because Kara also transitions from being Kat's personal assistant to being a bona fide journalist in this season, except she never went to journalism school and she doesn't really know what she's doing. (laughs) And her boss is a little bit mad about that and calls her a spoiled millennial. It's cool. Um, (laughs) So when Kat leaves, she also puts James Olsen in charge, number one, because he has strong arms and he can fight Snapper in an arm wrestling match. Mm -hmm. Wynn gets a little bit of a reset. He just pieces out from Catco and moves over to the DEO because that better suits his technology talents. And also he collects father figures the way Kara collects moms. And he Mm -hmm. becomes like Jean's new surrogate son. Yeah, his toy energy then converts into (laughs) technology computer energy at the DEO. Oh, he's Jean's first son experience. <laughs> Shh. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> also, we get to meet the real Clark Kent Superman. They officially <laughs> cast an actor. They put a face to the name. He's not just the man. Exactly. The, the mysterious <laughs> cape and pair of boots. Yeah. Tyler Hecklin nails it, both in terms of the general persona and also I give the casting people props for finding someone who actually does look like Melissa Benoist around the eyes and nose the way James said in the pilot episode. Mm. It's kind of crazy. Anyway, Kara gets like so excited that they finally cast an actor to play her cousin because now she can like embrace her heritage and feel truly (laughs) Kryptonian and Alex gets like sad and mad and insulted by this. It's mad. Yeah, (laughs) because she's like, hi, I've been here the whole time and I'm a good sister. Why are you neglecting me? Why don't you love me? Damn. (laughs) So they kind of have a big fight. Alex is like, dude, Clark definitely neglected you for your entire childhood. If you leave and go live with him, it will just disappoint you. And just like she said about 
about Monel. She's kind of right. Car is like, okay, I guess. <laughs> well, Car's also like, you your whole life have said how horrible it is to be my sister. Let me get out of your life so that you can live your life and be happy. And Alex is like, no, but I didn't mean that. <laughs> but then Alex meets Maggie Sawyer, the big gay on campus. And it turns out that maybe Kara was a little bit right that Alex needed some space. They meet Maggie after President Wonder Woman gets attacked by fire-breathing aliens. Mm. Linda Carter. Linda Carter played President Marsden. It was great. President Wonder Woman is her name. Continue. Yes, that's her <laughs> official title. Alex interacts with Maggie for approximately two seconds and it rocks her world. <laughs> and she reevaluates all of her life choices. Spoiler, those life choices were gay. And <laughs> okay. plot twist, now Alex realizes, oh my God, I've been suppressing gay feelings like that gif from You Can't Catch Me, Gay Thoughts. <laughs> Correct. So she's like, hey, I'm gay. Maggie's gay. She's cute. She keeps pushing me to come out. Maybe she likes me. Let's date. There's some angst there, but they do eventually start dating because, you know, when there are two gay characters, they're meant for each other. And that's just the way TV works. The end. Mm -hmm. Or is it? (laughs) (laughs) One of the last two that we meet is Magan Moores, a Martian with a secret. She. (gasps) Secret. (laughs) Actually, there's two secrets. The first one is she's pretending to be a green Martian, but she's actually a white Martian. Good Lord. They killed the green Martians, so that's not good. And the second secret is that like, she kind of has this flirty relationship with Jean, but it turns out she was actually married to a white Martian who comes looking for her and tries to kill them all for a while. <laughs> I forgot it's about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she works at the alien bar that's a stand-in for gayness. Yeah. Alex hangs out there, too. Everyone likes to go there except Kara because it reminds her that she's different. It's nice. Last but not least in our reset, we have Lena Luther. She mm. falls out of the sky just like Monel. It's more metaphorical. Except it's not the same at all because she's in a helicopter and her brother's been trying to murder oh. her. It's not metaphorical. It's real. <laughs> you don't remember. How did you not remember oh, that no. iconic scene? The helicopter scene. Oh, yeah. I have to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Lena, unlike the rest of her family, is a cool inventor and she is an orphan or at least that's what she thinks. It turns out, no, she is actually biologically a Luther and this triggers like a whole existential crisis about whether or not she's a good person. It's a shame. So at some point, Alex saves Lena from being assassinated by Lex yet again. Kara gets asked to interview Lena as part of her like new job as a journalist at CatCo. And it starts a beautiful and totally normal, not one-sided friendship based on Kara's hunch that Lena's probably a good person because she's not an overt racist. (laughs) (laughs) Overt. And Kara's like subtle, I want to make up for the way that Alex was gay but wasn't able to talk about it with making Lena able to talk about everything all the time and I never say anything that is about me. Yeah, Kara doesn't ever share any of her emotions with anyone. It's really important. Mm-hmm. Okay. And healthy. So basically the point of season two is like they were going to take all the relationship dynamics we knew and loved from season one and screw up all of the things about them. What about the guy who shows up? The guy who shows up in the pod. Yes. His name is Monel. Um <laughs> <laughs> You would think he's Kryptonian, but he's not. Mm-mm. They just did that for fun. He finally wakes up. Kara wants him to be a hero because he has powers. They're not Kryptonian, but they're like sort of cool, I guess. <laughs> but he's like, ew, I don't want to be a hero. My culture was like, we loved partying like a bunch of frat boys. Helping people? Gross. Yeah, gross. 
And so he's from a rival planet called Daxum. So, you know, he and Kara, like, they butt heads a lot, but eventually they date because he's, like, the only person who sort of gets her because he, like, remembers things that she does also from her childhood. She's like, if there was no guy left on Earth, I guess I would date you. Okay, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Is this Chris Wood? Yes. Okay. James, our beautiful man friend, yes. him. decides he also wants to be a superhero because he's tired of living in the shadow of the super friends. Mm-hmm. Also because his camera gets smashed and I guess it sort of turns him into the Hulk, but not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he okay. becomes the guardian and he knows Kara is going to be like big mad about it. So mm-hmm. he makes his suit like lead lined so she can't see through it. So mm-hmm. it can be a surprise. So then Kara gets like all stressed out because her sibling, her friends, they're all like trying to be superheroes, but she thinks they all have a death wish because like they are soft and crunchy and she's not. But they all get annoyed at her because she's like pushing Monel to be a superhero, but not letting them do it. And then they also all judge her a lot for insisting that Lena is not out to kill all the aliens, even though she's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds. All right. Last couple of things. Alex was supposed to be really angsty about her dad being alive, except then she forgets about it, but he appears anyway as part of a plan with Lily and Luther, Lena's mom, to get rid of all the aliens. Alex persuades Jeremiah to like come back and help them, but then he abandons them again. Alex blows up some stuff, gets shot into space, and Kara rescues her. It's sad. Monel's parents eventually show up. They want to like take him back and make Daxum great again. He says no, he likes Earth, but then they decide they're gonna keep him and Done. take over Earth. That's sad. <laughs> Let's go into season three. Oh my god. No. The end. They take the over end. Earth. I- yeah, a bunch of people are sad. They take over Earth, everyone dies. No. <laughs> All right. All right. Good luck. Season three. Great. Season three. Go. So, uh, who knows how season two ended? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so season three starts, and it's the happiest season ever because it ended on a great note, as you could hear. <laughs> By which I mean, Kara yeeted Yamano into space, and she's yep, sad about it. She did. And she's going through her her depression period, and she's like micro sleeping while she's floating. She's in the sky. like a famous artist having a depression period. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Like Lilo and Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> yeah, that's the okay. that's the artist I think of. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's having this unrelenting seriousness energy, which is very Alex, and that mm-hmm. concerns everybody else, and kind of insults Alex. And <laughs> she's eating like sad oatmeal and doesn't care about food, and food is a huge thing with Kara and everyone's really concerned that's the most concerning part about it to everyone it was a hard time for us all (laughs) so Kara's having a tough time emotionally and then we have Alex who decides what if I had a tough time too would it be yeah. okay? Like if yeah. I just like sauntered on in and, you know, had my depression period. Yeah. And Kara's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Alex's turn to be sad because at the end of season two, she proposed to Maggie. And now they discovered that they're not compatible in a very specific way, which is... Sounds gay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like, wait a minute, babies? And Maggie's like, babies? I hate that. I hate that you said that. And I wish that you never had. And Alex (laughs) is kind of like, I kind of wish I had never said it too, but we're here now. Yeah. And Alex wants to have kids and Maggie super does not, which propels Alex and Cara to go on a road trip back home to see their beloved Eliza. (laughs) Oh, my God. She puts herself back in the narrative. (laughs) Okay, yeah, really important. They go back, though, because Alex calls off her engagement. 
Oh yeah, that part. That's how much she wants to be a parent. Yeah. Okay, she's just yeah. baby fever. So, yeah, so she's like sweating. Cara, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like so. Kara lost her boyfriend, and it was really traumatic and sad. And then Alex is like, actually. I think I need to want something for myself, which means I have to break up with my girlfriend, who I also really love. And yeah. so they're both just sad. So Kara's like, oh, I killed somebody. I'm like against the thing that I'm supposed to be. And Alex is like, oh, I have a want. That's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible that I want a thing and it's ruined my relationship. Okay. So they go on this trip to see home because Kara's like, you need to see your mom. <laughs> And Alex is like, oh, <laughs> you're right, I guess. And they have this flashback episode where we see the tiny little child actors, <laughs> teenagers, Yeah, for yeah. Alex and Kara. And they are uncanny. Yeah. They look disturbingly like the adult versions. Hmm. It's amazing. It's a very beloved episode. Yes. Midvale. And we see how they started as sisters and how Kara kind of was like, I'm going to choose to be a Danvers and kind of human-like and not be a superhero in order to protect my family. And in a foreshadow of their current adult lives where they crime fight, they first bonded over solving a murder. (gasps) (laughs) Murder? (laughs) It's like a twist. Speaking of murder... Back in the present, (laughs) Alex and Kara are like, we're sort of okay, but we're having a tough time. And then Rain bursts into the scene. She is the villain of the season. And she's like, I'm going to mess everything up on purpose because it's fun. (laughs) And it was great. And she came to Earth in a pod from Krypton also. Mm -hmm. Really important. You should never trust a pod landing on Earth. It's a bad sign. It's a bad sign. Unless Krypto is inside of it. Yes. I was going to say, what about Clark and I know. True. They're okay. okay. They're allowed. Two or three exceptions. (laughs) (laughs) So Rain is this bioengineered baby at first, obviously, when she lands on Earth. And she is designed to fight the Earth because some witches on Krypton were big mad. (laughs) That's right. Witches on Krypton. That was a thing. Kara's just like, yeah, magic. It's cool. Yeah, that's a thing. And so Rain has this like human personality named Sam. And so there's a sort of thing where Sam's just living her life having a kid named it's Ruby. It's like if you were watching the musical Jekyll and Hyde, but it was about a girl who was a superpowered alien that could destroy the earth. Yeah. Got it. Exactly like that. <laughs> and then there's also this space cult. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cult. The cult. So there's this cult around Supergirl led by this guy named Kuvel, and he's like, wow, Supergirl is super cool. She saved my life on the very plane that Alex was on that was crashing. Mm. He was also on it. This is with Chad Lowe. Yep. Yes. Cool. And he's like, you could make a religion around this. <laughs> oh, no. And so he does. <laughs> and people who were saved by Supergirl are like, that was a really emotional experience for me. Let me make my whole life about that. Kara sees it and she's like, oh no, this is horrible. Season three starts the trend of what seems like group talk therapy, but turns into something dangerous and bad. And that comes Ooh. back a few times. Oh, okay. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> and they're also sort of worshiping her Kryptonian god Rao, but that's her religion. And she's like, hey, that's appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's happening and Kara's really disturbed by it. Uh-huh. Also, things that Kara is confused and disturbed and having a time about, Manel turns out to be alive. He comes back from the future and he has a wife. Yeah, he's married now. Yeah. 
to Imra. Because time travel. Okay. She's pretty. She's from Saturn. Yeah. Kara's like frowny face about it, but also she's also very pretty. It's kind of like the Lucy thing all over again. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And so that's happening. And she kind of feels even worse that <laughs> Manoa's returned because like she's still not allowed to have happiness. <laughs> well, and also for Kara, it feels like only like a year has passed. And mm-hmm. for Manel, it's been like seven years. And so he's moved on mm-hmm. and like happy in his life. And she's like, I'm still mourning you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What happens? And I have have to be normal about it and it sucks yeah and then we have jean space dad who turns out has a space dad as well space grandfather <gasps> carl who unfortunately also has space dementia yes oh, he's yeah. one of the ones you liked also he was played by carl lumley who was in yeah. alias and he played the like kind of father figure to the main character in that Yes. Good one. And there's this great sort of fatherhood thread with Jean and his father of the son becomes the father, the father, the son, which is a line taken from the Superman mythos, which I found to be extremely cool. Cool, you might say. (laughs) All right. You've got one minute. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And then we have James, who in this season dates the whitest person that he can find. He goes out into a crowd and is like, oh, who? Who will it be? And Lena's there shining. Excuse you, she's hot as hell. So she's also very white. I mean, you're not wrong. They're the prettiest two people. They are also the most color contrast. Color. This Mm. about it's very attractiveness. But the lighting team deserves awards for (laughs) putting them in scenes together. Anyway, anyway, Anyway. he's dating the whitest person while also going through this nice like recognizing of how powerful his role as a black hero is as guardian. Mm. He has a fan. Like ten seconds. Oh god! And then Wins mom comes back and is like, "Hey, I abandoned you for a good reason, cars." Like, hey, that's rough, buddy. And bonds with her. Wins like, am I evil? But is like, no. And goes to the future. And then Alex and Carr are like, we're going to be okay. And Alex and Carr okay, feel wait, okay wait, wait, with wait. the he losses. He goes to the future 30 after, seconds. after they have a mini pandemic because Rain has some special friends yes, who yes, yes, are yes. like pestilence. And okay. like, Carr and almost Alex dies. feel okay about their losses. John decides to become a person <laughs> 40. of the people. James comes out as guardian and Lena does some shady nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Lena steals some black kryptonite that they needed to like save the world from the world killers. Oh, and then there's this like clone of Kara from that black kryptonite who is Cosmia, which is like Russia, but not yeah. the end. All right. So <laughs> <That's> that, <it. laughs> that was mostly season three, except for, oh, Sam gets saved. She ends up not dying or being evil. Time, okay, cool. time up. Bye. Time up. Then we're done. <laughs> You're, You're not done. allowed. You're done. You didn't, you didn't bring it up <laughs> in, in the first place. It doesn't all mean right. it's important. We never Bye. know. Carry on. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. And now. I'm being ruthless. You told me to. <laughs> it's true. After that spectacular ending, we have have season four, which is like the phase between the showrunner who was a sexual harasser and the showrunners who were just maybe too nice to everyone. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's a definite transition in the tone and focus of seasons between three and four. <laughs> season four was kind of like the best of times and worst of times. It appealed to all of these things that I specifically enjoy all at once. Like it wanted me to really love and care about it. <laughs> Like, there was immigration stuff. We had new Nazis. Yeah, one of Um, your favorite things. (laughs) Like, (laughs) neo-Nazis? There was this group called the Children of Liberty, and they were massive xenophobes. They were meant to, like, be stand-ins for MAGA people. And they were run by this really cool actor 
named Sam Witwer, who does scary voices a lot in animated movies, mm-hmm. and he was decidedly creepy yeah. as Ben Lockwood, the agent of Liberty. They had this whole episode about like seeing him journey from being kind of a normal dude into extremism. <laughs> yeah. It was also like kind of the journalism season where Card writes like a big story that gets her a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And also it was full of the Americans references because they had this weird double of Kara mm-hmm. because she played around with this black kryptonite. Yeah. The Kosnian Kara, the Russian-esque yeah. Kara. Okay. And really important thing to know about Kazi and Kara, she is a duplicate of real Kara. She is a blank slate. She knows absolutely nothing except for the word Alex and that that makes Alex. her feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love Which her. is really important because Lex Luthor manipulates mm-hmm. that fact and Lex. pretends that he is Alex mm-hmm. and then oh. does all kinds mm-hmm. of brainwashing. It's great. Yes. But anyway, so that's all happening in Cosnia in a bunker somewhere. <laughs> And in the real world, Kara's, like, feeling pretty good about herself because she found out her mom was alive and, like, her mom doesn't judge her for her choices and is, like, really happy for her. So, like, she's doing great. She's, like, rocking it as a reporter. She got free vodka from a train. In- <laughs> okay. Which is important, Which as we can attest. People. <laughs> Where's our free vodka? <laughs> she's, like, interviewing President Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. but then President Wonder Woman gets outed as an alien because mm-hmm. the alt-right is here and they're yep. going to bring us down because we are now in the Trump era of making television and no one can be happy. Um, okay. So we meet Ben Lockwood. He's Agent Liberty. He hates aliens. He thinks they ruined his life and they like destroyed his father's steel factory. It's a big sob story. It's a whole thing. He has a son who's like 15. His name is George. He gets super indoctrinated, but at the end, he like sort of breaks out of it and is like, Dad, you suck. Ah, oh, the children. Which is like a nice sign of are the future. Hope for the future. <laughs> yes. I said hope. Here we oh, go. Delicious. Delicious hope. Other big things about season four. Neonal is invented. Okay. <laughs> Nal is an original character. She is made to be an ancestor of the Legion of Superheroes character, Dream Girl. Her character becomes Dreamer, a superhero. Nia is half human, half Naltorian. She has really cool dream powers that sort of look like narcolepsy sometimes. <laughs> so at first, everyone's like, why do you keep falling asleep and drinking 70 coffees? <laughs> but anyway... Her journey over the course of season four is like figuring out how to be a hero. She's a little bit like a mini Kara. They become pals. She loses her mom. They both have older sisters. Their moms die. Nia's sister says a mean transphobic thing to her because Nia is also transgender. And then Alex at the time is having (laughs) some issues. Yeah. So Kara's like, hey, Nia, we should be pals. (laughs) Brainy eventually takes Wynn's place at the DEO because Wynn left to go like live in the future. Brainy and Alex become buddies now. And Brainy's like, oh, Alex, everyone should have a human ally like you. (laughs) Ironic because later. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) Jean has left his job at the DEO. Mm -hmm. He's becoming an independent person. He has a cool hat. Finding himself because his dad died. He has a badass hat. (laughs) He's become a detective. He's helping aliens because society hates them now. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, in season four, society hates aliens. And uh, (laughs) Alex is like sort of managing things at the DEO. But then after the president gets outed as an alien, they're like, we're suspicious that you guys are too nice to aliens. So they send (laughs) Colonel Haley from the U.S. military Mm -hmm. to be like oversight. And also she indoctrinated some baby aliens and turned them into killing machines at one point. So she's like a xenophobe. And Alex, who's like my father, the inventor (laughs) of Martian society, would not like this. So there's some conflict there. (laughs) Yep. it. (laughs) It ends with Alex being like, 
oh crap, Haley's desperately trying to find out who Supergirl is so she can control and manipulate her. And I'm going to give that away because Supergirl is my baby sister and I love her. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Alex and Jean are like, hey, let's erase all my memories of my sister being an alien. <laughs> Four and a half minutes left. It doesn't go well for Kara. <laughs> she is deeply traumatized by it. It's kind of like losing her planet again, but on like a micro scale <laughs> because it's like her one person on Earth who makes her feel comfortable yeah. being herself is now like, ew, every time she sees Supergirl. Oh. It's not great. <laughs> it's uh, something. <laughs> and in the midst of all of this, Jean makes a friend, question mark, <laughs> named Manchester Black. And then he cries because of Manchester Black. He does, because Manchester Black is not really their friend. He's only interested in revenge because the children of liberty murder his alien fiance. Mm-hmm. So then he brings in a whole bunch of other aliens and they like... The elite. It's a whole thing. Do some stuff. Manchester's actor's really cool. Yeah, he's awesome. They get defeated like halfway through the season and don't matter anymore. (laughs) In the midst of all of this, Kara, she finally has an alien squad. She and Mia and Brainy do some sleuthing. They're trying to figure out what's going on. Cosney and Kara like emerges from her bunker because she's studied up on Philip and Elizabeth Jennings and she's ready. And she pretends to be Supergirl. She attacks the White House. There's like this whole thing. Lex Luthor is manipulating her plot twist in order to set up Cosnia and the United States to go to war with each other so that he can swoop in in his big fancy Lexo suit and be the hero Mm -hmm. and like save America from the bad fake Russians. It's a total Soviet era story, but like still feels a little bit too real. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And fun surprise in the midst of all of this, like Lena and James are still dating, but it's getting really awkward (laughs) because Lena is slowly realizing that while she doesn't maybe support her family's idea of eugenics, she is a little bit into the concept of eugenics. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So she's been trying to create her own super soldier serum and have a Captain America at her disposal. Mm -hmm. Using alien technology. Using alien technology and black kryptonite. And so she experiments on a bunch of people. The one guy dies. Mm -hmm. She's thinking she's doing it for the good of humanity. Yeah. She starts working with the military lady, Colonel Haley. Alex, who is now like, I don't remember that I love aliens a lot, is like, okay, this seems cool. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's a hot mess. Yeah. Car is like, what is happening? My whole life is awful now. In the midst of all of this, James almost dies because Lex gets someone to shoot him mm-hmm. to make Lena use her magic serum. And this is how we meet Kelly Olsen. Kelly Olsen. James's little sister, who Alex sees, stares, and her mouth drops open like she's the Pikachu meme. And we all did that. <laughs> and didn't we all? <laughs> Plot twist, they're going to date. And uh, <laughs> we find out in season four that Lena has been manipulated by her brother because mm-hmm. he was like, I have cancer and I'm dying. You should feel sorry for me. <laughs> and uh, Classic narcissist. He wasn't lying about having the cancer, but he was lying about like how he got it and that he cared about her. He was lying about how he got it. (laughs) He also lied super a lot to Red Daughter, who was the other Kara, like, Supergirl person. Oh, okay. And he decided to use her and put her in his little, like, prison full of aliens Mm because he was going to suck all their powers out to make a fuel source and, like, destroy them all. Yeah. So anyway... 
Does he win in his quest for world domination? Of course not, because Kara's Supergirl. <laughs> he thinks that she's dead because she fights Red Daughter and almost dies, but then Alex begs Mother Earth to give her sunlight <laughs> and restore her strength, and it works. It was beautiful. <laughs> 45 seconds. So Kara saves the day. She also writes a Pulitzer Prize winning story about Lex being evil, <laughs> exposes the government Does conspiracy. Did she really win a Pulitzer? She really did. Yes. And then the Nazis were defeated and xenophobia was over. (laughs) The end of xenophobia. (laughs) That's the end of season four. Bravo. (laughs) Okay. Oh my God, wait. Oh, it's still my turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Here we go. So season five is like Glinda comes out and is like, are you a good technology or a bad technology? (laughs) And then technology bursts in the room like Kool-Aid man. So I'm going to keep weaving in The Wizard of Oz because I remembered Ooh. that that's important to Kara's story in season six. Unlike Alex, who Unlike forgot. Alex, who forgot that was her favorite movie. Oh, she got her memories and, back, by the way. Oh, that was an out of order. Yes, she did. <gasps> All right, I'll drink. Anyway, we care about technology because there's this shady organization called Leviathan. Leviathan is everywhere. Leviathan. Except that you find out the Leviathan is literally like three bored aging aliens in a trench coat <laughs> who like live in a spaceship underground. I was about to say under the sea. Under the sea. SpongeBob. They're like the Um, meme of like an old man shaking fist at Sky. Yeah, it's literally like OK Boomer was invented about these aliens. Like, so you find out that they're like a thousand years old and they've just been around and they're super rich and they're bored and they're like, we need to cull the earth of human population for like environmental health and safety. (laughs) I have some serious questions about how environmentalism in this show is always tied to like terrorists and villains. But, yeah. um, <laughs> remember also Parasite oh. and, uh, <laughs> well Tara doesn't anyway but. so like Leviathan seems like it's a big scary like person of interest organization but it's actually like three random aliens <laughs> so they're like, supposedly really bad and evil but like Kara kicks their butts about twice in the span of yeah. five episodes <laughs> then they sort of become like important but not really <laughs> also really important thing at the beginning Kara is receiving the award for her Pulitzer Prize winning story revealing that Lex Luthor is a terrible person and Lex is question mark dead now. Oh, yeah, because he was shot by Lena because she thinks she's doing the world. Drink for out of order. Oh, we were out of order. She thinks she was doing the world a favor and she maybe wasn't wrong, but like it was a morally questionable decision. (laughs) And so in order to torture her before he dies, he reveals to her that Supergirl is none other than her sweet friend, Kara. And so Lena thinks everyone's been like playing her for a fool Mm -hmm. and like it's a whole big joke. She's like, this is like my family traumatizing me. Yeah, so you're gonna suffer, which is like (laughs) hashtag for Friendship goals. Okay. She organizes this whole big scheme where she's going to out Kara as Supergirl at her award ceremony dinner and ruin her life, which like, you know. Thank you for being a friend. (laughs) Drink. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. She ultimately doesn't because Kara is so like racked with guilt that she tells her the truth. And Lena's like, oh, no, she cried. That's like a weapon. (laughs) That's like Um, a weapon. I've been (laughs) affected. I have emotions. Oh, no. Yeah. But she's still like, I'm a villain, though. It's fine. Yeah. And on the backside of this, Lena's inventing her own AI to be her friend because she like doesn't <laughs> trust people anymore, speaking of good or bad technology. <laughs> and she decides to kidnap her old friend, Eve Tessmacher, who had been helping out Lex and kind of like implants her AI technology in Eve and erases her like brain and consciousness, which mm-hmm. is also a thing normal people do. It's like murder-ish, you know, <laughs> murder adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then on the side of this, Alex is actually like out there living her best 
best life. She's got her memories back. She is dating James's little sister, Kelly. Like, everything okay. is great. They're doing good. It's really cute. We're really sad that there was no double dating because, like, James and Kara were adorable. <laughs> I bet. But James had to leave the show because his actor was cast in Mortal Kombat, so... That's <laughs> stupid. I don't even That's watch stupid. it. <laughs> that was sad. Well, James went back to his hometown. He did. He decided to go back and embrace his roots as a photographer and a reporter and help fight for justice in their hometown, which was, like, being oppressed by a for-profit, for-profit prison. prison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like happens. <laughs> you know, as you do. And also in this season, we go back a little bit to, like, siblings as a thing because Jean, we find out, had a brother. We also find out his brother kind of hates him oh. because Jean has a pattern of erasing people from existence. Oh, no. <laughs> So it turns out Jean's brother was like a Martian with an equivalent of a Martian learning disability. Mm -hmm. And he like couldn't connect to the hive mind. So uh, they were going to banish him and just like leave him out in the woods. It's like neurodivergent. Like he had some other things happening, you know, with his powers. Yeah. (laughs) So this was so upsetting to Jean's father that Jean like erased the memory of his brother from Mm -hmm. all of their minds and it erased him from all of society. Classic Jean doing things that are like morally (laughs) horrible for like good reasons. (laughs) Yeah. So his brother is now like back on earth because of reasons and he's really mad but eventually they work it out because Jean shows him like with mind powers like what's in his heart and that he still loves him and his brother decides to forgive him just like Kara forgave Alex because some people can get over their pain and not be petty (laughs) I'm like Vivi apparently in this I know I was just thinking that unlike Lena um, also so in the process of wanting to like out Kara and ruin her life Lena's like, I'm going to ruin the lives of all the people I ever thought were my friends. And she calls up her one friend from high school, whose name is Andrea Rojas. They were like frenemies. They started out having a totally normal platonic friendship where they quoted Jack and Rose from Titanic to each other Mm -hmm. all the time, as you do when you're not gay. Besties. Platonic (laughs) besties. You jump, I jump. I would die for you. That kind of thing. (laughs) Definitely normal and a thing we all did as teenage girls. Uh, (laughs) maybe in this podcast but (laughs) exactly i don't know about you but that was how i did friendship (laughs) i also dated a few of those friends (laughs) i mean also really important after college they did like a study abroad where they went on like a dora the explorer adventure to latin america to find this magic amulet that was really important to lita's mother for reasons andrea ended up finding it because she fell in a hole and almost died and instead of Mm -hmm. being happy that she didn't die. Much like when Alex wasn't very happy that Kara saved her plane, (laughs) Lena's (laughs) mad that Andrea took the amulet from her. (laughs) So she wants revenge on all of her friends, so she's going to ruin all their lives. Mm -hmm. So She takes steps. She sells Catco to Andrea with the hope of, like, Catco falling apart and ruining Andrea's life. (laughs) Andrea turns it into a gossip clickbait organization, which Kara hates so much. Mm after she just won a prestigious journalism award. And so they don't get along at all because (laughs) Andrea's real passion is creating virtual reality that people can just live in forever. And Kara's like, hey, this is kind of like when I was trapped in my pod. Yeah. And everyone else is like, no, it's just virtual reality. And Kara's like, no. (laughs) She's like, no, it's having a disconnect from the sense of reality. That's bad. That's bad. Andrea also brings on board at CatCo William Day, a beautiful, renowned journalist and carb enthusiast. (laughs) (laughs) 
Two minutes. Who really should have dated Kara, but for whatever reason, they didn't. Well, they sort of did. They, they went yeah, on dates. They thought about it. You know. They went on a date. They went on a date, <laughs> and they had, like, a thing. They played pool. So, like, season five was just a lot of, like, huh, weird. This VR seems kind of shady, and you think it's the aliens, but plot twist, it's Lex Luthor. <gasps> you know, again. Shook it. Um, <laughs> Shook it. <laughs> <laughs> so... We find out finally how shady the VR really is because Alex and Kara find out eventually that Jeremiah, Alex's biological father, is dead for real. Oh, no. Spoiler, Lex has him killed. Um, (laughs) No one ever finds this out, but that's what happens. So Alex gets, like, really upset and depressed about Mm -hmm. it. She decides to use the VR as a coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. One minute. And she gets trapped in there forever, except Kelly manages to rescue her. And then she's like, hey, something's wrong with this. And it turns out it's a scheme to keep everyone, like, stuck in the VR for reasons, I guess. Like, instead of just killing them. Or, like, brainwash reasons from Lex. Oh, right. He creates I Love Lexi, his app that he's going to upload into people's brains. <laughs> and Carr is like, wait a minute. We can't have this. I hate the virtual reality, but I got to go in there and I got to mm-hmm. get the people. So she plugs herself into the back end. The Matrix. Like a- 30. And gives a speech to literally all of the mil- billions gives of people. Gives a hope speech. Yep. A hope speech. <laughs> Car gives a hope speech that makes everybody realize that life is better when they interact with people and don't dwell on their dreams like Dumbledore says <laughs> in Harry Potter. And she saves Ten. the day and Lex maybe goes to jail? And Question mark. <laughs> Andre tries to kill Kara and then... All right. And William gets shot. That's sad. <laughs> season six. This is the finale, right? Here it is. It's the final season. So this is where things got out of whack because of COVID, yes. The final season. And singing. I've started the timer. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Phantom Zone. No. (laughs) So, season six starts and there's like a big battle happening. Lex is there being a jerk as per usual. And Kara's like, I will just sacrifice myself and then that'll be fine. And everyone's like, wait, we don't like that plan. But she sacrifices herself to trick Lex and like defeat him basically and then and it works almost dies from kryptonite but then lena's like i have a little robot and i'm your friend now again by the way <laughs> yeah and saves her um and then but unfortunately lex sends kara back to the phantom zone which is why they shouldn't have had this fight in the fortress of solitude <laughs> with all of the fancy technology yeah speaking of solitude kara goes to the phantom zone all alone back where she was initially like traumatized because she was trapped in her pod there for an extended period of time decades decades literal decades it was like sleeping beauty she mentions in season six like i was trapped in the phantom zone for decades replaying the destruction of my planet i'll be fine and then she goes back to the phantom zone and she is not fine no and there are these (laughs) phantoms there that are like they're like dementors (laughs) dementors. literally nia and brainy describe them exactly and they're like hey what if we like lightly traumatized you through a period of time like just like sprinkles of like horror dreams and she's like cool i hate this However, she meets her extremely formal father, who turns out to be alive. Yeah, just for fun. <laughs> he and Alora obviously invented social distancing when they sent Kara away. <laughs> and we see in this season no. how he has kept <laughs> up that tradition. <laughs> whoa, whoa, some emphasis. <laughs> By being very distant from Kara while they are filming, because this is once again 
during COVID. And so Kara and Zorel try to sort of bond, even though Zorel is like, I've been trapped here for a very long time and have no hope, drinking for hope. And Kara's like, <laughs> wait, but hope's great, drinking again for hope. Hope is really important. Yeah. Okay. Swallowing oh, sounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. I was like, it got really quiet because you're drinking. Uh, Carry it's on. It's less mixed now. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> okay. So Kara meets this other person in the Phantom Zone named Nixley. And she turns out to be delightful and then also malicious. <laughs> Shape shifts into somebody else and then attacks Kara's father. And then Nix is like, we have to leave him behind. And Kara's like, no, that's not cool. No one gets left behind. Or forgotten Ohana. <laughs> Ohana. Stronger together. And Nixley's <laughs> like, I'm not about that at all. Let's fight. And apparently it turns out that she is on this mission of vengeance. And she has the swagger of Jack Sparrow, <laughs> which is important and makes her maybe the best villain <laughs> of Supergirl. So flashback to Earth. Lena decides that she like is okay with herself. Turns out she likes herself more than she hates Lex Luthor. Wow. Which is great yeah. progress for her. And Kara comes back to Earth and she's dealing with burnout and capitalism is is her her time that she's having in her two true passions. <laughs> her two true passions. Mm, the American way. <sighs> yeah. She's like, oh, wait, people only care about money. And that sucks. Also, I'm this machine built to serve the people and I'm not allowed to have like personal wants. And then there's Alex, who, when Kara was trapped in the Phantom Zone, was like, who am I if I'm not protecting Kara? Yeah, she had like a whole Jean Valjean, like, who am I? <laughs> Dramatic. Two, four. Oh, we have to drink for yeah. a musical. Okay. Yep. And Alex's discovery is that she is a mom. <laughs> yep. That's her result. Aww. That's who she is. Mm -hmm. We meet Esme, <laughs> who is an alien. She has no last name. She's just Esme. Just Esme. We know nothing about just her. Just Esme, like Cher. She's a <laughs> like Cher. <laughs> Ellen. I like that. <laughs> and she is growing up in the foster system. And Kelly has become a social worker. So that's how they meet. And she's an alien, like Kara, who ends up being, like, also Kara, adopted by a Danvers. <laughs> Alex Danvers. <laughs> yep. So they have a nice little family unit and then we have the opposite of fun which is lex who is back again to ruin everything yeah and turns out he's in love with nixley who has come to earth to destroy things yeah in fairness i mean who wouldn't be in love with nixley exactly <laughs> however lex is a sociopath so that's sort of confusing yeah because he doesn't experience human emotions other than satisfaction and anger mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> and then we find out he experiences a third emotion which is lizard face <laughs> where he and nixley okay. get these powerful <laughs> rocks and are like hey let's fight each other now and then they form lizard faces out of nowhere and we never find out why we never find yeah. out where they came from they were chasing down these weird magic rock totem things that could give you power if you united them all you had to catch them like pokemon mm -hmm. and okay. if you got enough of them you could create like an ultimate final boss pokemon mm -hmm. and yeah. take over the world like a charizard yeah and then unfortunately <laughs> okay. they became charizard faced yeah, they literally looked like dinosaurs. There was no real reason. And then in the end, the power of hubris defeated them. <laughs> defeated them. Yeah. Well, Kara okay. was like, what if the power of the sun defeated them? And yeah. she's like, taste the sun. My sister was just like, hey, I'm going to save my daughter and I don't like you anymore. 
and we're not going to try to save 90 the Earth. seconds. And Kara's like, oh, okay, I guess, and kind of loses all of her values. And then it's like, let me absorb the sun and become all powerful. And then somebody looks at her and kind of judges her. So she's like, no, that's not a good idea either. So she gives that up and then she saves the world with a hope speech. Drink everybody. <gasps> Wow. Hurry up. Drink fast. And then everyone returns from the future, like Wynne and Monel, etc. Yeah. And they have this like photo shoot in their <laughs> beautiful super suits. They stand in the street in their yeah. super suits. Eliza is there too with a shotgun just for mm-hmm. variety. And then Lex and Nixley are sent into the Phantom Zone again <laughs> randomly. And then there's this photo shoot basically at Alex and Kelly's wedding. Yeah. And then there's a game night. And then Kara comes out to the world via interview from Cat Grant. And the pilot asked, who is she? And cars like she is me and she comes out as herself and the show ends on a cute smiling face while landslide <laughs> plays which i'm sorry is also gay if you ever saw glee really, really hammering <laughs> home how the show seconds. was about car's development as a woman which is something that <gasps> melissa wow. benoist also felt a female hero a female hero <laughs> there we go wow and that is the note we end on a female hero <laughs> Here she is. Five world. seconds left. Bibi's favorite quote. Well done. The end. Guys. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> Any questions? <sighs> I don't even know. Because <laughs> you're. I mean, the dad. I thought the dad died later, but Dean Kane dad. Jeremiah died when they were younger. They thought he died. He actually did not. He got picked up by like this evil experiment organization called Cadmus and he was working for them. Got it. So he comes back later. They think he's evil. He has like a sort of change of heart and (laughs) decides to do the right thing but then he like runs away out of shame and guilt. Well, a lot happens in six seasons. It's true. It's true. It also takes place not just on Earth but like it's different universes. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. That was, <laughs> that was Supergirl, it. a herstory. Oh, God. Ah, <laughs> terrible choice of puns. Thank Woo. you. So to close out this beautiful rendition, do you now feel like you have like a comprehensive understanding of... I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Supergirl, the television show. You don't even need to watch it now. You just know all there is to I know. mean, I kind of want to watch Kevin Smith's episodes. Specific episodes. A couple episodes, yeah. You'll get more joy out of his Neonal episodes now. So... Because Kat sent Nia to Kara, mm-hmm. wouldn't that make Kara realize that Kat knew she was an alien? She doesn't know that Nia is an alien, but they have very oh, similar personalities. Like they're literally, they meet but in the does elevator. Does Kelly know? <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> But for a while, she did not know. And it was like a question mark even for the actor. She was like, I don't know how much I'm supposed to know. Does Alex know? Oh, yes. Yes. (gasps) Alex knows. between the sisters. I mean, Alex always knew except for the part where she had her mind erased and didn't know. Except for the part where she didn't. (laughs) Except for the time when she didn't and she became friends with Lena and agreed with her. It was fine. Uh, (laughs) But she knew Nia was part alien. Yeah. She didn't know for a while that Kara was an alien, but she never lost her sense that like other people were aliens but because Alex is such like a family oriented character her erasure of her own sister as being an alien like changed her whole perspective on empathy like for aliens as people who struggle and like are oppressed okay yeah she became quite defensive of humans 
okay. in a white fragility kind of way. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is relevant Which for season came six. came up but... again in season six. It's fine. Yeah. I'm ready. So in Alex's honor, we have a game. Alex Danvers was a character who in the early part of the show would make holiday confessions while mildly intoxicated or arguably significantly intoxicated <laughs> because she was stressed about telling her mom things. And so every time she did make a confession, it was some like earth shattering big character development thing. Yeah. So okay. in that tradition, we are going to give you several confessions as if we are characters in the show. And you have to decide if you think each one is true or not. OK. Sound good? Do I know how many are true? And how many are not? No. no. You don't know. It could be okay. any number are true and any number are false. All okay. right, Cycles, would you like to go first? Yes, I would. One time I, Lena Luther, locked my best friend in my basement to perform experiments on her <laughs> because I suspected she was an alien. I would say that's true. She's already done that to her assistant. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You truly got it. <laughs> That's so accurate. Yeah. That was the thing that she did to her friend Sam, who became Rain, Rain. in season she three. Was trying to help her. And she was an alien. And she was yeah. an alien. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. I, Windshot, have a burning confession. Wait, who's Windshot? Is that Win? Winslow. Yes. Young, beautiful okay. Win. Who thought was probably rich. Yeah. I am passionately obsessed with superheroes and I have definitely felt a romantic yearning for James. male superheroes, including my best friend James and also Superman. Well, you told me he had a crush on Kara. We did say that. And then he went, I, I'm going to say false because <gasps> nothing really came up about a guy. You're you're right. He never Regrettably. officially, explicitly <laughs> has confirmed that he has any attraction to male Do superheroes. Do you guys believe he has an attraction to them? The actor tried to bit. pitch it maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he had this like moment with Superman where it was like, oh my gosh. Hi. He had a little bit of a parasocial crush on. Ooh. Not James. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> he and James were also very close in a way that you could spin. Okay. Okay. I have one. I, Kara, dated a character in season one named Bill, who it turns out had the ability to shape shift. I'm still not sure if Bill was a man who could turn into a horse <laughs> or a horse who could turn into a man. Okay, I'm going to assume this is true because... I hate everything Vivi, about what you just said. <laughs> Vivi was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she went there. <laughs> so you're like half right. It, it's, it's false for the show. It's true for the comics-ish. <laughs> okay. So There's Comet the horse. Comet the super horse. Who could turn into a man and his name was William. Okay. Bill. Bill. There were some questionable storylines in those comics. Okay. The 70s were a time. That's all. That's yeah. all I have to say. You go, baby. Um, all right. I, Andrea Rojas, who care so deeply about my best friend that I would jump off a sinking ship for the her. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> 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 I understand, Vivi. That's their, what matters. Who's their best friend? Is it Lena? It might be. God, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, 
<laughs> True. Yeah, they actually yeah. swore to be friends. Oh yeah, because you said you jump, I jump. Uh-huh. You jump, it I jump. The most she got it. Not at all gay thing <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> all right, last one. Let's see. I, John Jones, Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. once shapeshifted into Kara's presumed dead mother, Ballora, mm-hmm. when she was a teenager to convince Kara to stop using her powers. She still doesn't know it was me. <laughs> okay, sorry. So John shapeshifted into Kara's biological mother? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. When she was a teenager. So that would mean that he went to her planet. No, after she- Kara was raised on Earth from the age of 13. Oh, okay. Well, then that- No, that's not true because she didn't have her mother ever. She had her adoptive mother. She also- She remembered her, her biological yeah, mother as well. Yeah, but also John didn't know them. That's true. Incorrect. Because but. we did not- <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> reveal. Uh, Jean, remember when Jeremiah told Jean to protect his daughters? Yes. That was when they were still young. Oh. Jean had started protecting them yeah. already. So oh. one of the, he did, he did one that. of the he ways he protected it. them was by lying to them and psychologically <laughs> manipulating them. Wait, sorry. So he pretended to be the biological mother. How did she come to the earth then? Not until years later. Jean was like, "I just have a familiar face," and Kara was like, "Okay, you look like my dead mom." <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. He didn't pretend to be her mom he just okay. assumed her appearance and pretended to be mm-hmm. someone else and okay. was like and told her to cool it down mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and then cats like tell the whole world <laughs> yeah there it is all the everything and she's like covid made me realize life is too short to keep a secret like this <laughs> last activity of the episode because we are very big fans of Kara's journalism conspiracy theory board that she made in season four, which was trying mm-hmm. to solve Lex's crimes, we have asked Tara to give us words or phrases that are nothing to do with Supergirl. And we need to work our way back to connecting them to something about Supergirl, the television show. Yeah. Shall we take turns for its Vivi's turn? Sure. It's Cycle's turn. All right. Go. Uh, glue. Glue. Okay. Glue stuck. Um, what's it called? Quicksand. <laughs> Kara stuck in the quicksand that uh, the toy maker. <gasps> toy man. Stuck. To- Wins toy dad. Wins dad. <clears throat> stuck her in in season one. <laughs> That's excellent. Next one. Uh, Viking. Viking. Uh, Viking hats. <laughs> Um, helmets. Kara had her helmet on her super suit that she needed to fly into space. Kara rescuing <laughs> the people in season four when the air was full of kryptonite. All right. I like how you kept going with super cool thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. All right. Hand sanitizer. Ooh. Hand sanitizer, COVID, virus, the blight of season yes. three, <laughs> where pestilence was wrought upon the earth. And Kara <laughs> did not wear a mask because she has superpowers. Yeah, there was literally a pandemic storyline in season three, which aired like a year and a half before COVID. They predicted it. Watch out. That's creepy. <laughs> oh my gosh, Wins is a real person from the show who went into the future. And he then... really was. <gasps> he fa- he wow. found out about it. It was a he future He was infected blight. with the <laughs> disease. True. And yeah. then he left and went to the future. Well, and it was the thing that Brainy and Wynn and everybody who were in the future came back to the present to, like, fight this 
basically disease like powerful being thing like the blight which is i guess COVID 19 <laughs> it's fine okay. yeah but still around it's good okay it's your turn hit me and just like that <laughs> uh okay <laughs> and just like that i'm angry at alex danvers <laughs> oh. see that i have an association can i steal yeah, go ahead <laughs> Uh, and just like that, Sex in the City narration. Oh, right. Yeah. And yeah, Cara's narration and as a journalist <laughs> from the from season one. <laughs> that Can I steal? is so much better of a choice. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Tara, for playing along with us. I know it Thank was you. a lot of information. Information. <laughs> So many things. But thank you for coming along. And also thank you for some of your behind the scenes help that you have given us. And we will have some content that came from that coming out at some point. We also have discovered Spotify has podcast rating ability now. So if you guys are enjoying the podcast, we would appreciate it if you went over and gave us a little rating. And as always, and as some of you frequently do, if you have questions or comments or you're listening to old episodes and you want to mention stuff to us, please send your feedback to us at Supergirls Attic on Tumblr, Twitter or Instagram. And thanks for listening.